All right, what's going on, everybody? So this is uh, Trawalk Transmission, and thank you for listening. We are, uh, well, my name's Brandon, and uh, yeah, I'm one of the hosts here, and we have another host who is... Welcome to the podcast, guys. My name's Connor, and uh, we'll be talking you through all this kind of nonsense and our yeah. ideas and what we think about them and yeah. Star Wars in general. That's what we're going for. Yeah, yeah, we're going to have a... Uh, this is all for fun. We're going to have a good time doing this. Um, we are not experts by any any means, uh, that's for sure. But uh, we just want to talk about what's coming up with current Star Wars uh, comics, movies, TV, what have you. Yeah, that's, that's all pretty it is. Much it's just it, an outlet for I guess us games. to talk about it in, in a new in a new way instead of us just yelling at each other and having arguments and that kind of stuff. So now people well, can have arguments with us. Really, <laughs> is what we're going for. Yeah, yeah. No, we're excited to do this. And uh, yeah, going forward, I think. Uh, I don't know, we're probably going to put out, what, maybe one episode a month to start? This is all just going to be for the fun of it, yeah, uh, like we healthy. said. So one episode a month is probably a good starting point for us, I think. And uh, yeah, we'll uh, we'll be able to pack in a lot of content, I'm sure, in that month. Because, I mean, a lot can happen in a month over And there's just so Star much going Wars. on with Star Wars, it's hard for us to keep up. So we'll try and keep, like... We'll do up the, the, the big updates and, and talk about the big things that are important to us, and we might miss some things, but if there's something that you guys want to talk about, you can just talk. You can yeah. just uh, send us a message, and, and we'll try and get to it as much as we can. Yeah. Yep. So, Brandon. Yes. Um, what is Star Wars to you? Like, uh, So we in- introduce this. What's Star Wars to you? Okay, Star Wars to me. Well, it's a good question. Star Wars to me is... <clears throat> Like how did I feel you... like it's too broad to say life. Yeah, no, no, no. Yeah. <laughs> Not life, but like, what got you interested in Star Wars? Mm-hmm. Well, like, what, what, what is it? What is it to you? And and uh, what's your history with it, rather? Because we all kind of grew up doing it, but we all have different ways starting points up. and stuff yeah. too. I guess, right? Yeah. I, I would say, I, I mean, we kind of grew up with what the prequels, I guess, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, I watched all of them. Back in the day, I definitely like I, I say what you want about the prequels. I definitely enjoyed them because that was kind of our step into Star Wars. Like we had the the original trilogy, but mm-hmm. but yeah, that like being that's, said, that's what we grew up with, right? That's what came yeah. out when we were when yeah. We were it young. was it was new when yeah. we were when we were young, right? So like that being said, like we we would have seen the original trilogy and everything, but I I would have I actually probably saw the prequels before. I saw the original trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would have been, I guess, my starting point. I mean, I loved Revenge of the Sith. That was like, to me, just with when it came out in our age and everything, that was just like the, holy crap, like these guys are going at it, right? Like yeah. with lightsabers and like, this is cool. So that, that would have been my starting point. I mean, and, and then getting into Star Wars, like really into Star Wars actually was only a year ago for me. Mm-hmm. So... Like honestly, thanks to the pandemic. <laughs> well, yeah, it's much free time, right? You yeah, I I didn't. Uh, what what really got me into the deep dive of Star Wars, into the lore, into the uh, really just getting into the ma- everything about it was uh, Heir to the Empire, the trilogy. So I had uh, a buddy at work who just said, like, yeah, like if you really wanted to get into Star Wars, read this to start, and I, I fell in love with it. Like it was amazing, and Thrawn as a character was a big thing that got me into star wars as well um and then yeah it, it took off from there it's pretty honestly. easy once you start reading the novels right you get yeah. interested and you're like oh holy crap there's so much more information that's able to 
can be conveyed through the novels or it's the oh, things yeah. that you notice, right? Because yeah. they add a lot of stuff to the, the movies and Clone Wars that we're interested in, but you have yeah. to be able to be aware of it before you can actually pick up on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was never honestly much of a, even a reader before, if I'm being completely honest. Like, I was not, yeah. <laughs> I, was not, <laughs> I was not a novel person by any means. And uh, I just, I don't know, like, the, like reading those really just got me into it. And before that... Probably a year before that, I had just got into comics. Um, I'm a big Marvel fan. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love DC as well, and just comics in general. But like, I, I guess I, I kind of started getting into reading from the comics. But once once I got into that era of the Empire trilogy, I just really got into reading novels, and I just couldn't put the rest of the Star Wars novels down. Oh, that's awesome. Right. So, what about yourself? Like, where where did you start? I know. I know, like, you've been a fan probably much longer than I have. Oh, well, the thing was that my dad was a huge fan. Like, he's a yeah. huge Trekkie. He grew up with Star Wars. He was one of the... He would dress up and go go into the screenings and everything. So as soon as I was young enough to watch movies, I'd seen the originals. Didn't understand them. They were good. They looked good, especially even back in the early 2000s, late, late 90s. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed them. But, yeah, Phantom Menace is the first thing I have a memory of. Yeah. Watching the Phantom Menace and seeing Anakin, like, we were... When I saw it, we were probably six or seven when, he, when we were old enough. And he was nine years old, and he was yeah. going to be a Jedi, man. That was the coolest thing in the world for me. So I, I Honestly, we, we, we would have been to probably do. close to that age, yeah, too. Yeah, like, right? legitimately. So so watching The Phantom Menace and being like, oh, man, I want to be Anakin. Because at that point, I, I couldn't even connect the, the, the original movies and the, the Phantom. I had no clue where he was going. I just thought, this guy's this little nine-year-old's going to be a Jedi. I could probably be a Jedi, too. Yeah. That's what I really liked about it. I wanted to savor. I wanted everything growing up. But yeah, I've always been slowly introduced to it. And then my way of getting into like Legends of Canon was what one my dad because he talked about it quite a bit because he has all the original novels. But it's Wikipedia and sorry Wikipedia, everything. I'd be watching the movies and be like, well, what does that mean? And I'd Google yeah. it. And I'd Google it. And I'd just keep getting to it more. And then Clone Wars happened. And I just kept googling things, and that put me down the wormholes into the into YouTube and all that kind of stuff. So that's where my knowledge is. It's incomplete, but vast. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like you'd find a hard time finding anybody with a true, complete knowledge of Star Wars. Like, yeah. even George Lucas, you ask him, he's not, he doesn't right? know half of the game. No, it's possible. <laughs> you have to have a doctorate, a, doctor, a legitimate, like, yeah. doctorate of yeah. Star Wars to be able to reproduce all this nonsense and all the different theories, conflicting things. It's crazy. Yeah. Which... I mean, let's be honest. If that's a thing, I will pay to take that course. Yeah, like, right. No, I, I know they have. I will be a professor in that. <laughs> yeah, I know they have Star Trek courses. Yeah, like you can learn oh, Klingon. Yeah, absolutely. Like, why can't we? My, my dad also speaks Klingon. Pretty, fully, pretty fluently. fluently. Yeah, pretty fluently. That's yeah. impressive. Yeah, that's well. very impressive. He likes, he likes to bust that out just to annoy my mom. <laughs> it works pretty well. I, I'd love to hear that one day. <laughs> no, he uh, he can speak it well. Oh, nice. <laughs> He's got a proper accent and everything. Wow, that's got to be hard to do. Cool. Well, I mean, that's where uh, that's where we started off with Star Wars. Uh, we'd love to hear where you guys started off with Star Wars. Um, I mean, as this progresses and we get to talk to you guys, that would be awesome. Um, I think what we'll start with maybe some news. Yeah. Just get into that What's to start. What, what is the current state of Star Wars right now? Mm. I feel like there's a lot, but a little at the same time. Right. Well, their biggest like push seems to be the High Republic lately. That's High Republic new, is the new era, which is exciting because it's, it's it's new. They don't they're not bound by any of their rules of characters and being introduced in, in originals and all that kind of yeah. stuff. So they're able to kind of do what they want using mm-hmm. the existing Legends content, which I think is awesome. So I'm super pumped about this. I've been enjoying it. I mean, I read uh, I read Light of the Jedi, read Into the Dark. 
I've actually read the kids' novels as well. I can't remember what the title of it is now. Um, I think it was... Uh, the main character was Vanestra Rowe, though. I do remember that. Um, it was good. Like, it was... I actually listened to that one as an audiobook. And it was good. It was only like a four-hour audiobook. Um, they brought out light whips in that one, That's which badass. was pretty dope. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, I mean, yeah, all in all, I enjoyed that one as well. Um, the comics, I've really been enjoying. They've been... They're, what, three issues in now for the Marvel comics where two issues in for the IDWs, uh, the Star Wars High Republic Adventures. Um, I think they've been uh, pretty solid, in my opinion. Like, I, I'm sure there's an opposite end to that where people just haven't cared for them. But um, my, my view on Star Wars is I enjoy anything they put out, honestly. I will find some aspect of what they put out and enjoy it. You know, yeah, like, right? I, I don't think... There's a purpose behind everything. It yeah. might not be conveyed properly, but you you, you can always see the idea behind it. Yeah, it's kind of nice. I trust the writers. I trust their stories and where they want to take it. And mm -hmm. Dave Filoni and John Favreau, like oh, two of them, man. I wherever see, wherever they want to yeah. take Star Wars, I am on board. <laughs> that is for sure. A test of courage. That's what it was called. Star yeah. Wars: High Republic: A Test of Courage. That was that was the uh, that was the kids' novel. Mm -hmm. and so the that, other that books are great bad. like for anybody out there that wants to get into Star Wars but doesn't have the time like yeah. that's what I do I listen to the first couple Thrawn books and uh, some of the Kosar mm -hmm. novelizations in between and they were all on audiobooks and they do such a good job yeah, like they, audiobooks they, are good they're yeah. phenomenal I think the best one I've heard audiobook wise has to be Dooku Jedi Lost mm -hmm. um, that one was like it was made that one was made specifically I think yeah. for an audiobook is what the yeah. whole plan of it was. Like the, in the novel, it's actually written as a script. So it's, uh, they, they had like a lot of different voice actors for that one, mm. sound effects, everything. And they, they do a lot of that with the other audiobooks, right? Like the sound effects. Yeah. But um, I'd say for a good portion of them, they only use like one voice actor who throws his voice or her voice yeah. in different ways, right? That's super cool though. It's like a different medium that they have now. Yeah. Completely like different Star Wars actors. is everything, right? They got video games, they got movies, TV shows, comic books, yeah. like cereal boxes. They got, yeah. they got it all. <laughs> and, and you can really find like any starting point and just kind of hop in from there. If you mm. want to go to the higher public, you just start there. If you want to go to the old republic, you can start right. somewhere there, right? Like, it's, and none of it's wrong. <laughs> yeah, there's so many different canons out there. Like there is there is Disney canon. That's true canon, but yeah. it's all it's all make your it, own canon, whatever guys. you want that makes the the series good. Okay, so news. Uh, we talked a little bit about the High Republic. Uh, I want to get into that a little bit more mm -hmm. with a High Republic segment, um, which we're, we will do. We'll talk about right now. What do you want to talk about? You want to talk about now instead sure. of the news? Yeah, yeah, we'll figure it okay. out. We'll go from there. All right. Well, yeah, well, let's talk about it now. So, Light of the Jedi, what are your thoughts on it? Oh, so good. So good. You Start the book off, you're like, all, all this action right away, people are dying left, right, and center, and you start to care about characters, they're dead. You yeah. know, you move on, you figure it out. Yeah. But, oh, such a, such a good um, such a good introduction of a whole bunch of characters and to a, a whole new era of Star Wars that we're not used to. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. Like, um, I, I liked how they did the jumping around, honestly. I know that didn't, like that didn't speak to a lot of people like yeah. they kind of, I, I heard some people say yeah well you know like they didn't focus on one main character to rally around or 
uh, it was too much hopping but mm -hmm. I, I actually appreciated what they did because i think you're starting something new like it's a it's a new era um they are i think one figuring excuse me figuring it out for themselves mm -hmm. um two like there there's a lot of characters you need to introduce i think in this time period yeah well it's a new era right? it, so exactly with a whole new yeah like, like era not just with characters but new new places it, exactly yeah. so like with with how much new stuff they needed to introduce um i think they did a great job because i yeah they didn't focus specifically on one person but at the same time i feel like they did like um avar chris like was one of the main uh characters in my opinion yeah um elzar man like along with avar chris like I, I i thought they kind of focused on them without focusing on them you mm -hmm. know like um and then you introduced characters like skur you introduced uh uh um jorah molly like like a few different characters that ended up playing roles in other aspects of the high republic so jorah molly for for example like we're, we're getting into into yeah. the dark right high republic into the dark like um she wasn't specifically in the novel but her padawan was yeah right so that connection was there right mm -hmm. um you have the comics where it's more heavily um focusing on skur and his padawan right yeah. who is now a jedi knight keith trennis right and so I, I think they did a good job just kind of touching on all these aspects yeah. without deep diving and then they let the other uh, mediums like the comics the other novels etc kind of expand on those yeah right? i think so, you're totally right i think, I think the the light of the jedi was just supposed to be uh, like a broad introduction into our new uh, into the into the new era and yeah, yeah like like they're just introducing the characters and we could get to explore them through different uh mediums and, and comic books and way way better which i think is super interesting because because of the, the different perspective which is important yeah i think um for those of you that haven't read *Light of the Jedi*, it's basically they start into this whole these these, these emergences. There's a problem hyper hyperspace, and there's this blown apart ship that go that starts exiting hyperspace at all these different points and impacting. Like when you think about something traveling at hyperspace speeds, you're they're obviously going to be pretty devastating when they do it. So that then most of the book is is. Uh, revolved around dealing with the crisis of all these things and mm -hmm. the jumping around perspectives. I think was good to show. The, like how it affected so many different people all at once. Yeah, I thought, I thought, I thought. Because we had the emergency. Oh, sorry. Yeah, so many different the different perspective gave perspective on the global event because yeah. you have to realize this isn't just one city. This is affecting. It's affecting a whole mm -hmm. goddamn yeah. system. Essentially, the like, whole outer rim. Yeah, yeah, like if you if you think about it in Earth terms, you're like you're talking about Earth being affected and Mars being affected, mm -hmm. and then all of our moons being blown up, and like a whole bunch of space stations. Like that is the impact. So it's good. They need all those character perspectives to show you to really give you a gravity of what's going on in the book, and mm -hmm. like oh shit, this is a bad thing. Yeah, like, yeah. There are billions of people dying. Oh, yeah. That's a, that's a big number to throw around, but it's it's a it's a good number to show you why this is such a big deal. Yeah, no, 100%. And, and I mean, like, I, I really liked, like, what they did with some of the characters, how they interpreted the Force. Like, there's so many different little things that they did. Um, I would just say go read the book. And, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, there, I, we could talk on it for a while, I'm sure. But I would just say read the book, enjoy the book, um, 
and just decide if, if it's your Star Wars, right? I mean, I know there's people who specifically choose one aspect of Star Wars that they kind of cling to. Um, again, I mean, I, I enjoy all of it. It yeah. really doesn't matter what it is. I like <laughs> anything I can get my hands on. Yeah. So, like, I would say read the book. Um, as well, like, moving forward with uh, Star Wars High Republic Into the Dark, that was the YA novel, young adult novel, um, who uh, by Claudia Gray. I really enjoyed this one. Um, Connor, I know you haven't read this one yet, so there's going to be some spoilers even for and, Connor here. Sorry, and where, where is Light, Light of the Dark compared to... So in, into, into the Dark... Sorry, Into the Dark of Light of the Jedi. Yeah, so the it, Jedi it still happens... Yeah. Okay, so it, well, it, in regards to release date, it came mm. out a month after yeah, but Light of the, the Jedi. Yeah, but where in the story? Because Light of the Jedi yeah. is the first novel that introduces us into the... Yeah, all the emergences and, and stuff. So where in uh, the timeline is Into the Dark? So I would say it's actually happening, uh, um, I guess, this, at the same time Okay. Yeah, as the perfect. emergences happen, perfect. right? Like, we start off with them kind of, the, the crew, I'm not going to get into it too much. I know this has only been out for a month. There's going to be a lot of people that probably haven't read this yet. But, uh, I mean, the crew, who are, like, they kind of get affected by this emergence, right? So, mm-hmm. um, and then it kind of bleeds into what happens once it's cleared up in a sense or getting cleared up in that process you know like um so essentially i guess it's the same around the same time frame yeah it's just going concurrently yeah concurrently that's what they do to say it with with light of the jedi as well right yeah the big the big emergencies and the devastation happen and you see the aftermath yeah i think i think i just enjoyed this one more because it was more centered around a group of yeah. characters focused, it was right? it was more focused it wasn't hopping around as much um which again i did appreciate that in light of the jedi it was nice to not have that in this novel with how the story was and wow. we got into um a little bit of lore with it with uh, some different species and they brought out kind of a a, a new bad guy i mean I, I don't know where do we end with the spoilers right like i think honestly if you listen to this it's Spoiler. There's gonna be spoilers. Yeah. We're gonna I mean, spoiler alert. There's there's a new Different species order. called the Dranger. I think that's how you pronounce it, at least. Um, they're like a they're a plant life species. Heavily, um, they're they're heavily. I don't know if it's. I guess I don't know if it would be influenced or they're just a part of it. But they're dark side essentially. Um, yeah, they are. They're like plant, a uh, plant based species. Very hard to kill. I'm just googling these things, and they're they're big. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I mean, they like they, I I enjoyed what they did with it. Like they brought in the Drenger, they brought in the Nile uh, in this novel. Um, it was very, it was more so focused on the Jedi and and aspects of the dark side. Honestly, um, I, I mean, we, we saw a lot in the light of the Jedi where. It was so all over the place. We did. We saw a lot of the Jedi. We got to touch on them and stuff. But I mean, we also talked more so on the Nile, and mm-hmm. we we got to learn more about the Nile and their plans and Marshawn Row and what was gonna like what's happening there, right? Yeah. It, it kind of hopped between that. So um, this wasn't so like the Nile weren't so heavily involved. They were there, but they weren't. I wouldn't say heavily involved um, until I guess near the end, but. It, it, great read like claudia gray is one of my favorite authors in, yeah. in regards to i mean i've only read her star wars books but 
yeah, she did a great job. I would recommend this book. That's really cool. Hands down. I like how they're going more into into the dark side. And yeah. It's not just all black and white anymore. And that seems to be the new thing is that there is this huge gray area right in the middle yeah. that, uh, like, it's the great Jedi they talk about all the time. But even the dark side, there's little different levels of the dark side as well. And, mm-hmm. and it's, it's not just, like, pure pure emotion everything. There's more aspects to it as well, yeah. which I think is, is important to note. And they're like, it's just not black and white anymore mm-hmm. because the world isn't black and white and that's our so they're kind of evolving their worldview as the, the world is as well yeah and I, and I was kind of wondering too like when, when we first got light of the jedi too like um with how like the nile isn't they're not force users they're not yeah they're not they're just bad at they're just yeah, assholes <laughs> yeah they're yeah they're pirates right yeah. like they're not dark side users essentially yeah. it's been um, around for, the, for 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 all of history people just like uh taking advantage of others for the, yeah. for the sake of being able to right but but that being well, said like the relatable. fact that they weren't like dark side users like i'm a, like star wars is the force star mm-hmm. wars is jedi sith and i i know people love different aspects of star wars i've heard people say like oh i love the droids i love bounty hunters and that's that's awesome because that is all star wars as well but yeah. i just mean when star wars started out like I mean, one of the main points was, yeah, you got the Force, you got Jedi, you got mm-hmm. you got Sith, right? And I, and I, I'm, I know when it <laughs> first started out, they weren't Jedi and Sith. Oh, it was yeah. th- we had different names, right? Like it, it gets worked out, but um, I, I just appreciated that they actually touched on more of the dark side stuff in this book compared mm-hmm. to the Light of the Jedi, yeah. because I like with with the Nile, like I said, with them not being Force users, I was kind of worried that this whole series was gonna be jedi force users just fighting pirates right and yeah. and and that would have been cool because i'm it sure it's like a one-sided battle yeah right? it like, does like I'm even sh- at times like we're, like we're like oh it's a jedi walking in he saves the whole 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 day even in in like the jedi as well yeah i i mean they could have pulled it off I, like they have the nile have different resources if you if you haven't read the book go read the book they have different resources where where they can they do they right? yeah they advantages. advantages yeah so like it, it's it's definitely possible and they were able to kill jedi and stuff right it's not like mm-hmm. they wouldn't be able to it's just i i'm i'm very into the light versus dark you know like the good versus evil the yeah. the let's get it on and force power battles yeah, and lightsabers <laughs> like i love that stuff you know so i, I it would just it's just nice to see that aspect of it my hope is actually that they really get into more of that we start to see um Honestly, I would love to see Plagueis get involved, but who knows? Like, we're we're around that time frame where he potentially could. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they'll go that route. We, well, we never the know. Dark Acolyte, have they confirmed who's the Dark Acolyte yet? Do I'm not. I honestly, I'm not 100 percent sure. Yeah, I don't, I don't I think they have really confirmed much on on that show. Because I really hope that is about Palpatine. Because they've decided to make the whole like the, the entire. Um, three trilogies is all about skywalker right mm-hmm. but they start almost like almost be about palpatine as well because he's present and manipulating through the entire trilogy <laughs> well, is so, it just, about... so is it is it just about skywalker is about the skywalker versus palpatine so wow, interesting that's the thing right palpatine at the end well. of the day who finished off the emperor of palpatine right that's so... the thing everyone's like oh it's a skywalker series. <laughs> yeah it's, like, like... it's not a skywalker series because <laughs> palpatine's been around longer than the skywalkers have <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, yeah right like right? uh that's that's a deep dive for another time i like and and we don't like we're not a political channel here we are not going to be like oh they should have done this or should have done that and like oh like we we just love star wars we're going to talk about the good 
parts of it and yeah. and what we love and, and we i mean like uh, we'll obviously touch on some things that we wish could happen of but course, yeah like, at the end of the day i still love it for what it is and how it is and there's things to love in the uh sequel trilogies as well honestly yeah. like i have I, no interest in bashing directors no. on their choices i'm just gonna take whatever co- contents presents to me and taking for base value and taking it from it what i what i think makes sense to me 100 percent, 100 percent. that's the whole point of being a star wars fan right like none of it's it's there's too much for you to agree with all of yeah. it yeah so you gotta agree with some aspects of and, it. and just to get a little sidetracked um i actually heard uh, this is another podcast so we're gonna we're gonna amp up another podcast here <laughs> so um full of sith is another podcast you guys can find on google podcast uh apple i'm, I'm pretty sure all the mediums um uh episode C D I I I is how they post it. So um that one that they like actually 90, no, I don't even no, know. No, that's like it's a Roman numerals, that's a math. I think it was four hundred and two. Oh, that sounds right. Yeah. Um, for it. Or something like that. <laughs> a- anyways, they uh they actually had uh somebody on and they were talking about the psychology of Luke Skywalker, but it was in regards to the sequel trilogies and it actually made me kind of think about them in a new light. And mm. Uh, I, I appreciated that. Like, I, I thought it, they did a good job with that. So I would go check that out um, if you guys either hate the sequels or just want a new perspective on them. But uh, yeah, all in all, we we just love everything Star Wars here. Yeah. And um, all right, well, since we're still on the High Republic topic, let's let's talk about the comics real quick. Um, now, I mean, generally, we're kind of all over the place in this first episode. Uh, we're gonna have a li- we're gonna have a little more structured by the yeah. time we uh, work things out, work out our kinks, kind of decide how we want to do this. But uh, uh, we will have a comic, actual like a, an actual comic game news type of segment. But um, High Republic comics, we're on the third issue now um, for the Marvel run. Uh, I have really enjoyed them. Uh, they've been. Uh, I think pretty well done. The artwork has been great. Uh, the story, like I said, we're we're kind of following Skur and his Padawan, Keeve Trennis. Keeve Trennis seems to be the main uh, main character that we're kind of following in these uh, books. Um, Go, sorry, going back, Skur was introduced only as as a side character yeah. into Light of the Jedi, and then they decided to go into him more because he's super interesting in being a Trandoshan. Mm-hmm. Which is not common for Jedi. Yeah, he's, he's not common because their people is very warfare and they say that right outright. Yeah. And they go into him as a Jedi Master and his student, which mm-hmm. is not even mentioned in Light of the Republic. So it's kind of, they, they're definitely using Light of the Republic to branch out, which yeah. is neat. So that's where the comic books are going. And yeah, going back to the artwork, uh, it's only just getting into the comics book recently. Oh my god, it's a whole different world seeing the comics and how how they portray people. It gives a lot more, being able to see the still images rather than seeing yeah. on film is so much cooler because you're able to put way more detail mm-hmm. into small movements and it makes the Jedi just that much more yeah. just neat. Yeah, no, yeah, for it. sure. Yeah. You, can, you can see it drawn and, yeah. can, and the artists are so good at conveying that. Yeah, like, and they have, their, they have their image on it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, we can, um, we can read something in a novel and kind of depict it ourselves, draw something up ourselves, but the, the creator's going to know what they wanted this character mm. to look like. And at the end of the day, like, I love corresponding all the comics with the novels and, yeah. and movie, like, whatever, right? Like, um, it just really, to me, it helps bring it to life more. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't really get to read about Keeve Trennis either in the novels so far. Uh, so it's also nice that 
they're kind of just focusing on a different character in the comics, you know, mm-hmm. like we get to see, see that. Um, so that's been great. Like we're up to, uh, again, the third issue, uh, go check them out. They're, they're awesome. I, I, and I'm a comic guy. I love comics. So like they, uh, keep trying to, I like the character. Um, Dranger is now involved there as well. Um, they brought that out. Like they've been, how they've been doing these release dates has been really good. So like high Republic, uh, into the dark, kind of brought in the Drenger, uh, you read about it, right? And then, boom, third issue comes out for uh, um, the High Republic comics, and we get to see uh, the picture of what a Drenger kind of looks like, you know? And, I mean, they've got it posted here on, what, Wikipedia that, yeah, that is? Yeah, Wikipedia Fandom. I'm on. Holy, yeah, you guys, it, it's kind of terrifying. They're saying it's it's a, uh, a botanical species, so it's mm-hmm. kind of neat that we see, like, normally we're very used to humanoids and that yeah. kind of thing in the Star Wars universe, but it's easy to... It was easier in the movies to make and everything. So seeing these more organic-looking species is terrifying. It's yeah. like a, it's like a hut with a lot more tentacles and, and bark, basically. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Like they they did a, a good job with it for sure. Like I'm I'm excited to see where it goes. Like me too. And what they're gonna what their plan is and and whether they keep the whole dark side influence stuff with the Drenger and kind of battle that out or um, whether they I don't know bring mm-hmm. in a Sith Lord. You know, like I, 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 I'll be happy either way. I would, I would like to see it though, with like Plagueis introduced, leading into Palpatine, into the Dark Acolyte or whatever, and um, or I guess it's just called Acolyte, right? Not Dark Acolyte. Oh, is Acolyte, it? Oh, I thought it was Dark Acolyte. I'm not. I, th- I think, but um, anyways, it, it, it's exciting. It's exciting to see where they're gonna go and what mm-hmm. they're gonna do with all that. So yeah, if you guys cool. haven't had a chance to take a look at the comics, you can use the Mar- the Marvel Unlimited app. They, they actually have all, yeah. of, all the Star Wars comics and everything for subscription, but um, I use I use their, uh, was it called Smart Scene or Smart Panel? Oh my god, it makes reading them so much yeah. better on your phone, makes it easier, and that's that's how I've been... Uh, all the single panel flip-throughs? Yeah, 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 because yeah, yeah. yeah. it literally focuses on, on like certain graphics of the page and a certain focus on words. Yeah. Way more easier to use on your phone rather than zooming around the page. Oh yeah. Yeah. Definitely give that a shot. It's uh, it's it helped me be able to because I I just don't have the I don't have the time to get to the bookstore all the time and pick everything up. But Brand's been a great resource for that because he's basically <laughs> my Star Wars library at this point. Yeah, I love to read honestly now. Like it's Star Wars got me hooked. <laughs> yeah, nerd. Yeah, nerd. <laughs> yeah. No, that's good. Okay, well let's uh, we kind of just. I don't know. We we worked through all the High Republic stuff thus far, I believe. Yeah. Uh, we didn't really touch on the kids stuff. I mean, go read it if if you want to. It's you can pick up the audiobook. It's like four hours, like well, I said. Really, the Clone Wars is supposed to be kid to, like, a kid show as well. No, that, but I mean, like this this novel was specifically, I think, written. Like, oh, okay. okay. Eight, I'm just talking age group wise. Yeah, yeah. So like age. Oh, that's what I'm saying. The Clone Wars was written for a younger. Audience, yeah. No, but. for sure, for sure. But I, but sure I just some mean. Young people would exactly yeah no you're right you're right but but age wise they kind of put out this the that higher public book for uh test of courage for like the mm-hmm. i think it was like the the preteen kind of one is yeah. what they described it as and then the into the dark would have been considered a young adults novel ya novel light of the jedi would have been an adult mm-hmm. read that's just how they're kind of marketing them right yeah. so um yeah i mean coming up in the higher public, just before we leave, we have Rising Storm, which is the next adult novel that's coming out. Um, I'm not 100% sure uh, when that comes out, but uh, I think it's this summer, I believe. If, if 
Correct me if I'm wrong. I believe it's this summer. No, I'll, I'll say you're right. Okay. <laughs> Close enough. Yeah, yeah, th this summer. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, June 29th is when it's coming there out. There we go. Um, They're really keeping us on a slow, slow drip, eh? Well, I mean, I feel like they've been kind of going between, like, we also have other ones coming out too, though, right? Like, yeah. so we have... We have a Bad Batch on May the 4th. Bad Batch May the 4th. It's a perfect marketing can't, like, yeah. opportunity for them. <laughs> okay, so let's just break into news now. Yeah, so, like, yeah. Bad Batch, yeah, we got Bad Batch coming out May the 4th. Yeah. We've got, uh, uh, what else is upcoming? Thrawn, the next Thrawn Ascendancy book, uh, Greater Good, is coming out April 27th. So, just over a month now. Um, I am excited for that. I am a huge Thrawn fan. I love that character. Oh, he's such a good character. Oh, man. He, like, he, he is... He really does a good job of playing into, like, the new Star Wars thing of being, like, you're not really sure where he stands all the time. Yes, he's, he's loyal to the Empire right now, but he has his own reasons for being there. Yeah. Which I like to see. It's not yeah. just being bad for the sake of being bad. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, and... He, He's also been portrayed in that way, though, too, right? Like, and, and so we've kind of got to see both sides of him because I had this conversation actually the other day, well, a semi-conversation about it, um, about Thrawn over our Instagram with uh, at Accidental Geek, if you want to go check her out. Um, it's a good page. They, uh, we were just talking about, like, where Thrawn is going to go, you know? Like, because he, he is getting introduced in the upcoming live-action stuff in the Ahsoka show or whatever. Um, and then they've been talking about potentially having like a Ezra Thrawn what happened in between show uh, from what I heard so yeah. that would be that would be unreal yeah that would be unreal and I, I would love to see that but we were just kind of talking about where they would take that character you know because there's so there is the side there's the canon side mm -hmm. where Thrawn is um a little more sentimental he is more compassionate um he has an honor code and you're right he has his own yeah. Um, he has his own agenda, I would say, his, mm -hmm. his own hidden agenda, but it's still loyal to the Empire. And so there, there is, I don't know, he's, he's a very interesting character yeah. in canon. I would say being loyal to the Empire in his regard is fitting his agenda, and that's the only reason why he's loyal, right? I, he, I, would, I would agree with that. Yeah, yeah, because he's a logical guy. He only yeah. does things for logical reasons. Yeah. He wouldn't stick with the Empire if he knew they were... He, he's using them to his advantage, I think, is going to be the end, up, the end game. But that being said... So if that is the case, mm -hmm. then th this is kind of where that conversation is leading, right? Because then do we see him as a big bad coming mm -hmm. up? Because why, I mean, why if, if he has, if his true loyalties aren't necessarily to the Empire and it's to the Chiss Ascendancy and what they need, after what happened with him in Rebels, if, if you guys haven't watched Rebels, at, Rebels Day was the other day, like I think, what, March 11th yesterday, I think, so... It ended about three years ago, so we are well past spoilers. But Thrawn, <laughs> Thrawn and Ezra get blasted off into unknown regions uh, in Thrawn's Star Destroyer, right? By uh, through by, hyperspace. Through so hyperspace. We're not sure where the heck they end up. Yeah, with uh, essentially Ezra calls upon the Pergil to, which are essentially sure. space whales. <laughs> space whales. Magical space whales. Magical space whales. <laughs> so they they essentially wrap the ship and. Uh, jump into hyperspace, taking the ship with it. Um, and we don't see from Ezra or Thrawn again. So um, we don't know what happened with them, obviously, in between. But that, like, like, that, like I said... Just been off doing whale stuff. <laughs> just been off doing whale stuff, yeah. <laughs> whale farming. You didn't know whales, dude. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, they, uh, I, I mean, not knowing what was going on with them, right? Do we see Thrawn become the big bad coming up? Or do we see him as more of an anti-hero working with Ezra, 
type of situation for his benefit for the Chiss, right? Like, I, I feel like there's so many ways they could go with it, but at the same time, we see him in Legends, and I was told Canon was an updated version of him. Uh, I, I mean, I can agree with that, considering it's the most recent, I yeah, guess. But like, that's what it seems like. Reading the old stuff into the, to the new stuff, it just seems like they've updated his character. They, yeah, they've they've tweaked things to fit their the Disney's narrative is what. They've done. Yeah, but I think they've kept to his essence of the character. Oh, hundred hundred percent, they have. I just really just that being said, in regards to the heir to the empire situation and stuff like those novels and everything. Thrawn was more strictly the big bad, right? So yeah. Oh, yeah. he was... He's meant to be... A, he was like, menacing. <laughs> like, like an indomitable character. Yeah, like yeah. he was... He was after the rebels, wanted them gone, you know? Like, and so... I, will they go that route coming up? I mean, we're looking at a at a era where the Empire... Or the Empire, sorry, the Emperor... I mean, he's around. We know that from episode nine. Um... So with him being around, does Thrawn know that? Was this a great masterful plan mm-hmm. to begin with? You know, like, um, we've kind of deep dived into the theory situation now here. Yeah, but it's like, all the same thing. We're all over the place yeah. today, guys. Just follow along with us. You'll catch up eventually. But, uh, I, I mean, I mean, we think about that. Like, like Thrawn's loyalty, he said, was to the Empire at the time, mm-hmm. right? And to the Emperor. So if... If Thrawn knew beforehand about the Emperor's plans of essence transfer, of the cloning facility, of what was going to happen if the Emperor died, yeah. do we then uh, assume that this was some grand scheme? That we that he knew that this was going to happen all along and that they got shot out there with into the unknown regions, but Thrawn was able to work his way back or meet up with the... With the with the Empire of First Order and regroup, right? Like, I think you're, I think you're right. I think it could be a ga- a master plan, but I, th- I think um, Palpatine, being who he is, he wouldn't let Thrawn in on the on the the, the master plan. So he might have an idea of what's going on. Maybe he knows about the Esther transfer because he's dealt with some some cis stuff trying to deal with Ezra, and Palpatine's helped him out with that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I th- I think I think Thrawn is just, is just looking to benefit from it. Like he didn't. I don't think he expected to be shot off into into whale space with the whales but i think he's no. he's going to look to profit from it is, yeah no I, I can agree with that and and uh i don't know like another instagram account uh, i was talking with uh i don't want to butcher this because i i tend to forget names but uh, i think it was what was it i got to give credit where credit is due so that's why we're looking into this here star wars Pada P A D A one hundred one. So he, uh, him, and I were talking just about that situation and like what happened with the Pergil, what happened with Thrawn losing there with the rebels, essentially, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and he, the first he had time a, he's lost, really. Yeah, he had a good point. Like, it, it, it could have been chalked up to the Emperor. Like, we we look at that episode. Um, Thrawn shows up and knows, like, hey, like they've taken over the dome, you know, like, mm-hmm. but they've essentially saved all of our stormtroopers from being annihilated if I want to destroy this city, yeah. right? So um, Thrawn, like, the only way to save Ezra's friends and everything is for Ezra to come aboard and essentially be his captive, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, the Emperor kind of um, had this plan for that, mm-hmm. right? The Emperor was on board. He was a well, hollow. That's, what, that's but... what he wanted, right? He exactly. Wanted so Ezra him. came on board, right? Like, and we see at the end of the third, Th- Thrawn treason, right? Like Thrawn, mm-hmm. or the Emperor asks Thrawn, 
you're going to build this thing for me on your Star Destroyer. Mm-hmm. I mean, looking back at Rebels in that last episode, that would have been the temple that they rebuilt yeah. on the Star Destroyer, right? Yeah. So um, this was all planned, right? Like, he knew, like, get Ezra aboard. Like, I need Ezra to open this portal and yeah. uh, hopefully turn into the dark side, Oh, de- think, definitely right? that was a long-term plan. Exactly. I hope that them being shot off into hyperspace interrupts that. But this we, is what I mean. We, and we get to we get to play with that that mixture of, of yeah. is there, Ezra going to be good or bad? Is he going to stay with it? Yeah. And what is Thrawn going to do to push him that way? Because I don't think Thrawn is, is ultimately evil. I think he just has his own plans out in the unknown region with his own people. And yeah. He, and he's, he, he's not invested in the, with the Empire, right? Or like he, well, is, yeah. like he is now. He said he's loyal to them. Is the thing though, right? So like, and and that's that's where but I was the, going with thing, it. Though. But the thing is, most of the characters that we know now, they're ingratiated in this government with the Republic versus the Empire. But mm-hmm. but Thrawn doesn't give a, doesn't care about any of that, right? He's out in Chist Land doing Chist stuff. So I I think. Yeah, well, I, I mean, yeah, I mean, what, what, essentially, what I was saying was with like, like we were talking about before, how Thrawn got thrown off by it, how it was yeah, kind of out yeah, of the yeah, blue. Sorry. So, like, yeah. so that's where I was going with it. The fact that the Emperor wanted Ezra aboard, he wanted to try to one, I think, turn him, and yeah. two, two, I think, get him to well, not think, he wanted him to open that portal, right? So, like, mm-hmm. the fact that Ezra was strong enough to refuse that, yeah destroy the temple absolutely work his way to the bridge have the purgle come in and attach himself to the ship even even thrawn like mm. knows like if, if if somebody has a creative enough idea um in their tactics like you can't counteract that essentially yeah, right true. so yeah. that would have essentially to thrawn been like okay well like <laughs> I, I, i'm i'm boned <laughs> yeah right As like, and that's not plan, right? that's not any fault by him though un- you know like he was expected he expected one it to go one way and then it ended up them getting shot into the unknown regions right yeah. so um at the end of the day what what i was getting around to was this this conversation he was saying like I, it essentially could be the emperor's fault that thrawn got sent out there mm-hmm. and with thrawn being sent out there like that because of the emperor does he stay loyal to the emperor does he then move on back into chis's ascendancy mm-hmm. you know like uh, who knows any yeah, I don't know. We we got into a theory there. We are gonna have an actual theory segment yeah. when we when we uh, kind of get ourselves situated here. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So I mean, <laughs> back to news. We we like we were saying we have Thrawn Greater Good coming out. Mm-hmm. We'll get to read more uh, about the Chiss Ascendancy, the Nick Cardoon, all that good stuff. April twenty seventh is when that's coming out. I'm super excited. For yeah, that that that's going to be great. I, I love those books. Uh, Victory's Price came out uh, March second this past week. And what's that? That is a part of the Alphabet Squadron trilogy. Oh, cool, cool. So that is the final book of the trilogy. Um, haven't read any of them myself yet. Uh, I got I got into Plagueis and just among other things with all the High Republic stuff coming out and just got stuck on that. But uh, that that's gonna. I've heard they're great books. I've heard they're great books if you mm-hmm. love. Um, uh, like dogfighting and starships yeah. and less right? less of the Jedi aspect of yeah. it, right? Which is which is a huge part of Star Wars too. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah. What else we got? We said what? Bad Batch is May fourth. Yeah, Bad Batch, which we out. will get uh, into, I'm sure, with talking more on what we think is going to happen there. Yeah. Once, um, yeah. once it's releasing, there'll be a lot more to talk about. Yeah. Um, there's been some some new news news coming with Kotar. They've been either talking about a Kotar three. Uh, or yeah. uh, which is Knights of the Republic? It's it's the video game series from two thousand three or so, what did we say seven? I can't remember. 
2003? I think it was, it was like 2003, oh, 2004 was early 2000s, yeah, or something, right? Which is their, their game series that you guys are probably aware, aware of. Um, they're talking about doing either a remake of 1 and 2 or 3, is the rumors. And I'm super pumped for both. Because, I'd be down for a third one. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see, especially because they are expanding the High Republic. And I know I know, Knights of the, Re- of the Old Republic has done quite a bit before, a couple thousand years, uh, I think, before High Republic is set. But the interesting thing is, in even in Light of the Jedi, they mention, uh, for those who have played the game, they talk about the Selkath being on Manan and their Culto production being the precursor to... Um, Back to tanks, right? Right is is what they're using right now, um, as like the as the, the the miracle drug. So it's super interesting what how they're bringing aspects of the game into into canon with Kotar and or uh, with uh, High Republic because I love Kotar. Everyone loves Kotar. They're such a good game and have such good stories, and they're able to expand all that all that work they put into and, and bring that into canon. Um, there was yeah, there was just one line in Light of the Jedi that I lost my mind to. I had to text Brandon and send, send screenshots and everything to him. Be like, yo, yeah. it's in the game. And he's like, I don't know what that is. I'm like, I don't care. If you played the game, you knew it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, they like that. That'd be that'd be wicked. Like, yeah. I would I would love to see that. I, I got to get through the first two still. I'm not much of a gamer. Connor is the gaming expert yeah, on I this podcast. Most, most yeah. Star Wars games. I, I'm more the the comic nerd here, but uh, yeah, yeah I, I I I've been trying to get into them. Um. Mm-hmm. I gotta fix a couple bugs on my computer that we've yeah. talked about. But. Yeah, at least they've confirmed releasing. Um, they already have. They already have the first Knights of Republic on mobile, and now you can yeah. play the second one on your phone. It's coming out as well. So, which is yeah, maybe I'll do I've that heard pretty good. Then. Re- I've heard, heard pretty re- good reviews. Like it's well made. It's an old game, so it runs super smooth on people's phones. Yeah. Um. Oh, so good though. It's it's, it's really the the gameplay is good, but it's the storylines, and it's really like where Bethesda and oh, I think it's Bioware. Well, it doesn't matter. Whoever, like, it's where they started their algorithm mm-hmm. um, with those RPGs and, and choice making, going light and dark, and nice. how it affects your game and all that kind of stuff. And plus, you're talking about the story of Revan, which is it's going to be brought into like full canon soon. Yeah, it's just going to be nice. going to be a full story. I guarantee it. Yeah, it's awesome. Okay, well, since uh, I mean, we've kind of broken in we're all over the place, like we said today, guys. So we're gonna do a bit of comic news here, and then we'll see if we can kind of segment this a little bit better for you but um i mean coming out soon uh actually when when did we say this was coming out we've got a boba fett comic uh that is going to be coming out uh in the next little while uh star wars uh and it is war of the bounty hunters so i am very excited for that um it is i I think it's going to be great. I think it was Charles Soule who's going to be looking after this. He is doing the current uh, Star Wars comic run. He wrote Light of the Jedi. Um, yeah, he, I, I love his work. Like he, I think he does a great job. Uh, if you go to StarWars.com, they've actually got a, uh, uh, a little segment on this, uh, The War of the Bounty Hunters, where you can actually see... Um, the uh, cover art, I believe this is the official cover art. I'm not positive, though. Uh, and then you get to see uh, a couple panels of, uh, of artwork uh, with uh, Boba Fett. Looks like Han's in there, uh, still trapped in the carbonite. Um, 
yeah, it, it's, it looks like it's going to be great, guys. So you can go check that out. You can uh, read more about it on StarWars.com. And, uh, yeah, get into that. And, and actually, on that topic as well, uh, we were talking about Thrawn Greater Good. They've actually got a little bit of a, uh, a small release. Uh, they've got about 12 minutes of audiobook on, the, uh, on StarWars.com uh, in relation to the book right now. Um, they, they've actually got the... Uh, the novel there as well so you can read through it or you can listen to the audiobook portion um personally i liked the audiobook portion uh for that one as well i enjoyed uh the first thrawn ascendancy book in audiobook and i read it <laughs> i like to do both sometimes because i feel like you just catch certain things uh on different mediums but uh yeah i would go uh, check that out it's gonna be it's gonna be great i think this boba fett comic i'm i'm really looking forward to it oh i love what they do with with uh, boba and the mandalorian bringing him back and yeah. just making him uh no words no words no words <laughs> just the way yeah, they did just the way he destroys those stormtroopers right and he's just and he's just pissed he's like man i got shit on <laughs> in yeah. the originals that sucks and he's come back with a vengeance and he's really and he's become the fearsome bounty hunter that we've we've been we've been expecting, right? You don't get to see that a lot in the in the originals, I think. Yeah. He's always talked about as a feared bounty hunter, the best one in the galaxy, but now we get to see how, yeah. how good he is. Yeah. Yeah, I think that comes out in May. So May fifth, I believe, somewhere around there. So keep an eye out for that. Um, all you local weekly comic getters and stuff. Uh, you will find it in your comic shops. So and three it's months awesome. later, you'll find it in the Marvel Unlimited app. Yes, that too. Yeah, that yeah, like that that app though. Like like you said, you touched on it earlier before is amazing. Like I I I really enjoy it. I they have I think essentially anything Marvel that's been mm-hmm. out there. They're constantly updating it. So they've been putting on if you're if you're a fan of just like Marvel superhero comics, they've been putting on all of the older runs like the early days stuff. Yeah, Golden Age stuff. Um, so I mean, you got all that. You've got Star Wars. You've got uh, all your favorite Marvel heroes. Uh, it's just the only thing in regards to Star Wars is you don't get like some of the Black Horse stuff, yeah. Like the the old lore and everything. But like, yeah. I mean, you can find those in other. Uh, you can exactly. just buy the graphic novels, I guess. The, right? the nice like, thing about the app is it's a good introduction. Like 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 I said, for me, I've never bought a comic book before. I was never really into going to the stores, mm-hmm. and that was just because of time. The, just I, I never did it right. So it's a great introduction for me to be able to access the content and be yeah. able to you know support the people who do it. And I know Disney is a huge company, but it's nice to give credit where credits due. Right? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Okay, um, well, we have essentially covered news, uh, <laughs> comics, and a little bit of theory. Um, I'd like to get on some more theory here soon, uh, just in regards to High Republic and, and even like the upcoming shows and stuff. Um, I feel like, did we touch on the fact that like we're not... Okay, well, anyways, we're figuring it out. We're figuring it out, guys. What? I just want people to know that we're not like a very political oh. podcast, you know? I feel like I lately I've been listening to a lot of Star Wars podcasts and a lot of podcasts in general. I love podcasts. Yeah. So like I just feel like I've heard so many of them where What do you mean by political though? Like like the choices to Everybody's talking about Gina Carano. <laughs> I don't even know. Okay, who? so yeah, don't hate Connor for not knowing who Gina Carano is, guys. <laughs> Wait, is that the actress? Car- for... Cardoon. So, oh yeah, everybody's yeah, yeah. talking about yeah, Cardoon. Yeah, we're not gonna worry about. Yeah, that we stuff. don't we're like. Gonna, we're, we're just talking about strictly, strictly what's. Well, in the and listen. Universe, so, like, I just, so. I just, I just, I think I wanted to come back to this and touch on it because if you guys like want to hear like stuff like that, mm. I mean, email us, let us know, and we'll touch on it. I just, my my biggest thing is, I I just want to 
show the love of Star Wars, appreciation yeah, of it. Focus is yeah, on it's, the it's what's and good and what's going on. And totally. we're not like I, so many of the podcasts. Yeah, they talk about the behind the scenes, the productions, the uh, what's going on with the actors, what's going on with who's going to play what. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not big into that. No. I think like, we just want to focus on the content. We just want right? to focus that's, on the that's content. What we care about. That's yeah, that's important. And I just, I just, I, yeah, I just want to <laughs> yeah. take a break here and just fully get that out so everybody knows. Like that is what our aim is. We want to talk about uh, essentially like a little bit of news with upcoming stuff and releases um, of different content in regards to books. Uh, in regards to TV shows, movies, which I'm sure we won't see a movie for a while, but um, etc. And we, we want to get into, um, I don't know, some funnier segments. We want to get into theories, yeah. comics, uh, games, and all that kind of stuff, you know, and, and just talk essentially strictly the, uh, the content, like you said. So, yeah. I mean... You can let us know if you want to hear some stuff on Gina Carano, what's going on with that. I feel like that's been just everybody is hitting that, and that was a poor choice of words. I I feel like everybody is talking about that. They're hitting that. They're hitting that. Yeah, so I I, I mean, you can let us know, but... Moving forward, we're going to get into... What do you want to get into next? You want to get into shit or girlfriend say? Oh, my God. <laughs> so, lately, especially because we've been talking about this podcast and we wanted, wanted to do more content, I thought it was a good time to, you know, rewatch all the movies. So, my my fiancé and I were sat down. She's been super pumped to get into it. She's like, well, if you're interested, I'll get interested. I'm like, oh, that's nice. So, we've been rewatching, And uh, <laughs> the, first, the first comment, my... She, she makes Emily makes is uh man Skywalkers are all bitches <laughs> holy smokes and I'm like yeah you're right between Anakin Luke like they all just whine and then Kylo comes in the scene and you're like oh my god he's the most angsty of them all he gets mad he's gotta have a tenter tantrum rip up a couple computer monitors with yeah. his big bad lightsaber yeah. that he made with a crack just angsty, smash angsty in the helmet suit, like cracked uh, crack cake um crystal and everything and yeah. oh she's just making fun of him so much she's like why did the guy be so whiny i'm like come on he's a farm boy for going back to luke and uh oh, yeah that that and uh her her love for rtd2 every time she's on screen it's like well oh, he's the only one that's actually doing anything they would just die without him every single time he comes on the screen and which is pretty accurate i i would say yeah r2 really is the hero of the series yeah with his little tumor of uh c3po yeah <laughs> r2 is r2 is a champ man i mean think about how different everything would have turned out if he didn't get those plans to the republic <laughs> right you know like who's the real hero here seriously, guys seriously they, droids like, and uh and emily called my lightsabers cute the other day and i got really pretty offended at that I didn't talk mm. to her the rest of the day yeah lightsabers aren't cute just for record she also called empire strikes back cute oh, yeah. <laughs> and that's my favorite movie yeah. Yeah. i don't i don't think it's cute uh, it i think is, it <laughs> you know what though um she was talking about return of the jedi Fair. Yeah, yes. Yeah, there was a mix-up. And she did cry. But we were talking end. about Empire Strikes she, Back, and the she, word cute was used. So the, the, the point that she specifically cried at was when Anakin, and Christian Haydenson, comes back as a ghost, because we're obviously watching the yes. the newer the newer ones, and she loved that. Not yep. seeing the originals and not knowing where it used to be a different guy in there. Um, she loved that it was Christian Haydenson, because it was like, and, and without even going deep dive, she mm-hmm. already knew. She's like, oh... 
that's when he was good. That's mm-hmm. why he came back as that form. Well, that's because and you guys was... started at episode one too, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, it's funny how that works. Like, there's so many different ways to watch mm-hmm. Star Wars, and uh, um, I mean, I mean, I prefer the original way where you mm-hmm. watch it, the OT, and then the prequels, and then the sequels, yeah. and that that's only because when it, it's it's really depends on the person, right? Mm-hmm. But like. I enjoy that way because you get the suspense of no, I am your father. Yeah. Which you would have found out if you watched it's the true. prequels first, right? Yeah, yeah. So, but uh, yeah, no, that's cool, and we're gonna have more segments like that, guys, on uh, on shit our girlfriends say. I don't have much this weekend. My girlfriend's been working nights, so we don't talk as much anymore. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's why I started a Star Wars podcast. I mean, why not, right? I got time. Yeah. Right? <laughs> But no, uh, yeah, yeah, that's cool. But I gotta say, watching it from the from the sequels from the beginning, I haven't done it in a while, and going from like like canonically the, mm-hmm. the timeline, right? Yeah. Oh, so good. Up until like, the sequels and everything goes off from wherever they want to drive off yeah. to. But the prequels does yeah. a really really good job of setting up the the originals. And yeah. It, like, and I think with time, the prequels for people have just gotten better and better. It's just the dialogue, in my yeah. opinion. It's mainly the dialogue yeah. because you have the whole storyline there. It's super good. Lightsaber fighting. Oh. Gorgeous. I like. I, I don't, yeah, yeah. The originals did had had a couple good fights and everything. Um, but no, I th- I thought uh, all the choreographed battles, especially between oh, yeah. Anakin and Obi Wan in Episode yeah. Three, was it's definitely the best lightsaber so situation. Yeah. Like as I, a young kid growing up, you're like, yeah. that's what a lightsaber battle should be. They should be flipping and flying everywhere because they're I don't know they're space wizards. That's what they do. Yeah, right. And yeah. I I actually saw something on that where somebody mashed up a video where. They uh, showed the prequels, and they're like, we went from this, and you just see Anakin and Obi-Wan just going at it yeah. hard, right? Like, just lightsabers flying all over the place, flipping, and and then you see the sequel trilogy, they said, to this, where they got two people just, like, just trying to swing as hard as they can and look, and look like they're out of breath. Yeah. Well, I mean, they were old at that point, but um, I don't know if you guys have seen it. There's an amazing fan... Uh, version of the first fight between vader and obi-wan that's so good and, do- and does such a good job of keeping the original film in mind but just like it's it, it, it in my mind it's what should have been yeah and and and, and to be end? to clarify i was talking about the sequels not the ot oh, the, o- the yeah, ot yeah, is like I meant the no no the the originals uh i mean lights uh, i I wouldn't change anything about the originals at mm-hmm. all, honestly. No. I just mean, like, in regards to the sequels, when they said we went from this to this, it was like you see Kylo and Rey just kind of like. And don't get me wrong, Episode Nine, I actually really enjoyed when they were at Exegol that fight mm. scene. I did enjoy that, even though I believe With like the, the ones against Knights of Ren. Yeah, yeah. 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 Even yeah. though I believe that like they could have probably used more force ability, done a little better mm. with and probably made quicker work of some of the uh, guards but uh and the knights of ren but um yeah i mean <laughs> to be fair the knights of ren were were built to fight against force users fair so they, no they, that they, is they that is fair but i mean if you're watching kylo fight them like yeah. you would I, in regards to the prequels back like to the sequels like mm-hmm. with what you can see the force users doing in the prequels like yeah i, I would have liked to see more of that in the sequels but yeah whatever it is what it is right like they're not gonna change anything so. no and you're gonna see different styles anyways because of the way they were trained right obi-wan oh, and yeah. were trained in a formal academy yeah on coruscant doing train things they've done for the last thousand yeah. for, years for years whereas everybody too, right? else like yeah. even even kylo he's relatively untrained he's only trained by luke yeah who but knows- to be fair he was trained by luke for a few years 
mm-hmm. quite a few and years. And then Snoke after that as well. Yeah. But but you're still missing all those different masters. Having one master, even though he's powerful as crap, yeah. being Luke, um, when you have an entire academy, you're obviously going to have a different fighting style. So yeah. I that's what I always see. Like That's why it's always way more... Uh, visceral would be the mm. word like you see or sorry they're more disciplined in the in their originals and they're more flashy and yeah. quick because they're desi- like they're they're trained to fight that fast and to fight with those different forms whereas the originals it's all passion it's yeah. all it's all them fighting just to save their lives yeah really, that's right? true yeah it's my long-winded answer to that um but yeah if uh so during during um a new hope i actually had to pause the movie while we were watching it with emily and <laughs> I and made then, her watch the fan reaction because I thought it was such a good a good job yeah. of, of doing the the the, the scene justice of yeah. what it should have been what it could have been because like, yeah. it's so emotional especially watching the prequels and going into that immediately mm-hmm. right and watching uh, Rogue One you're like there's a lot of passion there yeah like they haven't seen each other for years maybe maybe we find out later like in the new content coming out that Obi Wan and Vader do meet. But at this point, they haven't seen each other since they tried yeah. to murder each other on uh, Mustafar. Yeah. There's a lot of passion there. And mm-hmm. You don't really see that in the New Hope fight, but watching that remastered one, they do such a good job of showing that. Oh, for Holy sure. Holy crap. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, for sure, yeah. Um, all right, so let's, uh, let's move into a final segment here, I think. We've been really hashing out a lot uh, this week just because I... Th- just because we're in the beginning phases and and uh, we're getting all the kinks worked out, getting all of our segments worked out, but uh, how to record things. Yeah, yeah. It took us like I don't know how long did it take us today. A couple, a good few hours at least for uh, my brother to help set up all this recording stuff. We had the tech crew come in and yeah. optimize the whole place. Oh and yeah, all the shenanigans. Yeah, I gotta make it professional, right? <laughs> no, we just I, I I'm just the type of person that'd rather just hit record. But <laughs> we were ready to use the Microsoft thing, but he told us that was nonsense. Yeah, and here we are. So we're trying it his way. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah. So uh, let's. Uh, I just want to touch on one of the main segments that we're gonna want to do throughout this podcast is theories. Where do we think things are going? Where what's what's gonna happen um, in I don't know, comics, TV, wherever, right? Um, and just general what-ifs, mm-hmm. you know? And this like, is where we really want your guys' input to yeah. give us an idea, and we'll go with it. That's what we really like to do. That's what we do on our spirit line, which yeah. inspired this podcast, just talking about nonsense and exactly. one question, and yeah. four hours later, here we are, and we'll hopefully edit that down to you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, we're definitely going to have to try to do that. Just, but, the, uh, just the top three points of each of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think, uh, I don't know, do you have any thoughts theories what ifs that you've kind of just been pondering lately oh man um uh, i was gonna go back to the Thrawn ezra thing but we already touched on that we'll, we'll get into that later okay okay well i have one today then um just with the high republic uh we're following keeve trennis lately um she was just in the first issue just became a knight she was a padawan to skur right um now we're talking we're still in the 200 year mark before uh the skywalker saga right Mm -hmm. so um 200 bby 200 bby uh no it wouldn't be 200 bby it would be probably like two two, yeah 230 sorry 220 230 bby yeah so we're talking we're talking about a 
Jedi Master of yeah. the High Republic, his apprentice, who is Skur. Keep trying to. Yeah. Keep Trennis is who is, is is where my theory is headed yep. here. So um, now my theory is just we talk uh, we've got we've got some well a lot of canon now right. So uh, Dooku Jedi lost. Now I was listening to that podcast uh, or audiobook sorry uh, not too long ago listening through again uh, great audiobook you guys need to go listen to that we've already touched on that gonna say it again but uh, yeah I, I mean as I was listening through I just noticed that. Uh, um, they touched on the fact that one of the lost 20 was Master Trennis. Uh, it, it says here, uh, Yoda says, quietly lost in thought, Master Trennis. Actually, you know what? Connor should do this. Oh, man. <laughs> here you go. <laughs> Where are we at here? Right down here with Yoda there, buddy. Master Trennis? Mm, sad that was. Mm, yes, yeah, sad indeed. Remember them. We must honor them. Yes. Learn from our failure. <laughs> Good job. Our failure, Yoda. To keep them where they belong. Mm. <laughs> That's the best I can do. <laughs> All right. So for those of you that didn't pick up on that, it said Master Trennis. Hmm, sad. That was, yes, sad indeed. Remember them we must. Honor them, yes. Learn from our failure. So that's in relation to them talking about the Lost 20 in this uh, section of the book. Um, where the Padawans were uh, uh, just asking about them. Um, so my theory was, is is this the same Keeve Trennis? Is this the Keeve Trennis that they talked about in Dooku Jedi Lost? And if so, uh, what happened to her? Why was she lost? Was it that she left the Order? Was it that uh, she turned? Um, we, know, we know that the Order essentially started to go on a deep downfall you know like like in, in the time of the skywalker saga they were essentially at their worst they were they were republican puppets yeah. right well they so, talk about that happening over a long time right? yeah that's probably the last thousand years they're almost referencing to it seems like because the high republic doesn't the jedi council is, is essentially the same in how they operate to, to how they are during the skywalker right yeah the skywalker area um that's it's interesting that she's brought up in Dooku, and I th I think you're right. I think um, she, because she was brought up in Dooku mm -hmm. um, as being as uh, the lost twenty, and then being brought up now, I think she might go a similar route as Dooku, right? right? Being just being like, I'm sick of the order, I'm sick of their hypocr hypocrisy and all that kind of stuff. So it sounds like she might go the same way. Yeah, just being included with Dooku's story. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think for me that's that's kind of where my thoughts were at with it as well. Uh, she didn't really seem like she was one to turn. I guess, uh, especially in the last couple comics, she's been kind of seeing a, a bad side of her master, you know. Um, and so I, I don't know. Like I, I think this theory will develop for me as we get to see more of her. Get to see more of her character development, how mm. she thinks. And because the, the problem with comics too is you can't necessarily expand on their thoughts, right? So mm. um, we get a lot of, uh, I enjoy the novels for that fact. The fact that like we can read into, oh yeah, Orla Jereni, you know, like she's one of the Jedi in the um, Into the Dark High Republic novel. Um, she doesn't necessarily agree with everything the order does either, you know, but you get to kind of hear those thoughts and, and see that in a novel. You don't get to really see that in a comic book. Yeah. So uh, time will kind of tell, I think, with 
how the character develops and that theory will develop as well. But I just thought it was interesting. I thought that there was a bit of a connection there. Maybe it's the same person, maybe it's not. It's not something I've heard before, uh, that connection. So I just thought I'd bring it up and see what you guys think. And what what do you guys think? Do you think that's stupid? Do you think it's not even on par? Like, do you think it uh, uh, is possible and that she either turned or um, just left the order? So if you want to, uh, if you want to send that into us, um, we'll give you all the details uh, at the end of the podcast here on where you can get in touch with us. And uh, I, I want to hear your guys' thoughts. I want to hear uh, any theories that you guys think as well and, and what you think is going to happen in the Star Wars universe coming up uh, with Higher Public or with the shows, anywhere really, um, or even a what if. Uh, we, we really want to get into a lot of that stuff more. Um, I know the next episode, we're, we're definitely going to have a good solid, uh, solid topic uh, to discuss with that. Right now, we're just kind of wanting to touch on it uh, because we're getting everything figured out. Just and, bouncing uh, around. Yeah, bouncing around Learning with it. Learning how to talk into a microphone. It's all exactly, right? yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, you guys can let us know what uh, your thoughts on that are and if you have anything uh, uh, new to add in regards to new theories, um, what ifs, etc. So, with that, um, I feel like that's a good ending point. Yeah. Yeah? Good day, good day one, I think. I feel like that's, yeah. that's, that's true. Okay. Sweet. Well, um, listen, we... Uh, Plug your pluggables. What? You gotta plug our pluggables. Plug our pluggables. That's, that's the word, right? That's yeah, the word that's, podcast yeah, yeah that's a good way to say it. You can yeah. find us on Instagram at Trawalk Transmission. Or, 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 how do you spell it? T W R L I Q. All right. Two. I'm gonna plug all of our pluggables when, <laughs> when Connor's done talking here. <laughs> um, yeah, no, for sure. You can uh, you can find us on Instagram. That's really only uh, the one social platform we're on. Uh, currently because again guys we're not really look, looking to do this as a we, we don't want your money we don't want to, not yet not yet yeah <laughs> well no I, we're, we're doing this for fun guys so we just want to chat with you uh, have a community uh, start a community up and, and enjoy ourselves right so we're really only on instagram uh you can find us at trawalk transmission underscore sw uh trawalk is spelled t-r-a-w-a-k um so yeah, you can find us on there. Uh, you can email us at trawalktransmission at gmail.com. Um, and oh, if you want is, to... Is uh, that our email? That is our email, yeah. I thought it was lukelover6972. No, that's Connor's personal email. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can Send email that too. There. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you can email us. Uh, email is going to be the best, uh, best way to get in touch with us with your uh, thoughts, theories, what ifs, um, uh, yeah, and uh, so I would say just hit us up on email uh, and follow the Instagram page. We we try to do at least a post a day uh, in regards to some theme days we've got going. Um, we'll post uh, some theories and thoughts we have from the podcast onto there, uh, and you guys can uh, interact with us on there. Uh, yeah, so I think that's that's pretty much it then, eh? Cool. Well, uh, with that, I am Brandon. I'm Connor. And thank you guys for listening. We appreciate it and hope to hear from you. All right. Take care. Take care.